What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with a very, very good friend, Skylar Stewart. Now, Skylar actually goes all the way back to when I first started actually coaching or wanting to coach contractors and putting out information. He was actually one of the first people uh, that I helped navigate the waters of business. Um, and a funny story about him, he actually uh, started a company called Greenline uh, home services where he was going to do all sorts of things. And even way back then, uh, I gave him the advice to niche down and, uh, only do painting and, uh, he took it and ran with it. So just chatting with him, catching up. He was on the podcast about a year ago. Uh, really crazy stat here. That he's going to share with us about how his business has grown. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this conversation on the contractor secrets podcast. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Special guest here, Skyler, the Sky Guy, PGH Painters. Uh, what's up, dude? Hey, Tanner. Uh, thanks for having me on, man. Great, Great to, to have you back. Last time we spoke, it was my third podcast episode. You were telling us how you were going to uh, be a real estate mogul. Um, you were heading heavily into that direction. Uh, that was right at the start of the pandemic. Since then, I don't think you've bought any more properties. You've scaled back on the real estate adventure and you've doubled down on the painting business. Uh, if you don't know Skyler's business, it's PGH Painters. He's got really awesome, fun, cool branding, uh, head-turning branding, and you've, you've grown. So uh, what's the pivot and uh, where, where, what's the state of the union? Yeah. So uh, yeah, decent amounts changed since then. I think uh, last time we did that podcast, we just called each other on the phone and now we're on the, uh, the Zoom and everything <laughs> here, a little more professional. Um, you got the mic now. Yeah, you got the mic and uh, yeah, no, things are, things are going really good. Um, you know, that is something I talked about whenever we were originally doing, I was going to go all in, I was going to do all this real estate stuff. I still mess around with it a little bit. We just bought a house last week. Um, but I did realize you can't be doing all these things at once. You're going to drive yourself you know, crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you cause you would be working through the day and then didn't you used to have to go home and then go to the property that you were trying to flip oh, yeah. or rent out. And first go one, work? I, I did everything myself. I did the full renovation. I've bought a couple more since then and I've, I've subbed it all out, but even the, yeah. even subbing everything out, it still takes up a lot of time and just, you just can't do you. If you want to be the, the best painting company in the area, you can't be also, it, buying flipping doing real estate like you can only yeah. really be the, the best at one thing and exactly. uh, I, I believe that for sure yeah i got completely pulled away from you know where the painting business could be and um yeah i think since last time we talked i've, I've focused i haven't bought like i just bought a house now but that was my first one i bought in a year and uh just this year we we came in after winter we just was just one employee and uh right now we got eight full-time we got wow three, big growth 
Yeah, three really nice work vehicles, fully stocked. We got all the nice ladder racks, all the right tools wow. in there. Um, so you know, now we're becoming that that company that I want to be. You know, that premier that premier company. Yeah. Um, you know, what have uh, what have you learned though? If you were to talk to that old Skyler man who had the vision for his painting company, what was the uh, what was the, the the mindset shift that could give you to? I think it's hyper growth. You're going from one employee almost a year ago, a little over a year ago to, uh, to eight, three vehicles now, like what was the shift? What was, what was that thing? Um, well, a lot of it was just reinvesting back. You know, I was taking a lot of the money out. I was, I was still making good money when it was just me and, you know, a couple guys, but I was running all over the place and, uh, you know, it came to investing. And then I also had this switch where it's like, you know, if you can look at any home service company in the area and it's like, what are the best companies doing? Their guys aren't subcontractors. They're either got employees. Like, do they have nice vans or do they have $2,000 trucks with like a spray paint on the side saying their company name, you know, like they got the nice trucks, they got the nice ladder rack, they got the right tools. Everyone's in a nice uniform. Um, and, you know, I thought I was like saving money the first couple of years. Like, I don't need that. Like we got the, you know, the $3,000 20 year old Dodge Ram with a ladder rack, like, we get it done. You know, we don't need it. says green line home services. On it. <laughs> I still got that van sitting outside my, that truck sitting outside my house. It hasn't been yeah. uh, used in probably a year. Um, that's on the to-do list, but yeah, I thought I could get by like skating through the minimum. And, you know, I, I said, you know, what are the big companies doing? And is that's what I got to do. It's not, there's no secrets here. It's, it's out there. You, you see what everyone else is doing. Right. So it actually was about taking the money that you were earning, turning it back into the business. And uh, even though it, at first it's like, ah, man, that's a lot. You know, you started to see it as an investment in really what sounds like it's a great opportunity for people, man. I actually used, I know you know this, but um, I used your ad in my hiring training I did. And one thing I loved about it was like, dude, it just screamed better opportunity. And when I talk to people about hiring all the time, you know, I know you listen to some of my podcasts when it comes to hiring. Um, it's just like, you know, what do we do to attract talent? It's the same thing with marketing. What do we do to attract customers? Everyone's looking for a great experience. That's not any different between somebody looking for a great experience and where they go to work versus a great experience with what they spend their money on. Um, and it sounds like you're satisfying both at the same time. That's how it's done. Does that make sense? Like you follow me on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So your ad, bro, like, I think one thing that I really stuck out to me, like, first thing it says, like, do you feel undervalued? <laughs> like, or do you feel unappreciated? Tell me a little bit about that ad and some of the, some of the talent that you've generated off of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the bar is just set so low and, uh, you know, especially painting and even multiple services, but probably even more so in painting than, than other fields. And, uh, you get a lot of people working for these bosses that it's just, you know, it's them, they got their two guys and they, they find, they bring a guy on and he's a new guy and he treats him like he's supposed to have been working there for 10 years and knows how everything done. Um, all that kind of stuff. So pretty much almost all of my over 80% of my people now had no painting experience or they had painting. Like I have one guy that had painting experience doing industrial. So it, like my, my foreman, no, no previous painting experience either. Um, so we like brought him in, we hired for the attitude, hired people that wanted to be, you know, like a good atmosphere that actually care about the brand and are like generally happy people in their lives. And, uh, 
we taught them painting and it's, you know, the, so, it's, so one guy in particular, he's actually the, uh, the guy we call the unicorn. It's a running joke. If you ever see Skylar post something about Kirk, just throw in that unicorn emoji in the comments. Um, cause that's what he is. He's a unicorn. Tell me about how you've invested in his growth, right? So what's his journey look like from when he came to you and how, how is his growth, uh, now that's a pretty good uh, topic to dive into. I want to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, no, it's like, yeah, yeah. Actually we just let him go yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kirk's great. He's actually, uh, on vacation this week. So nice. I haven't talked to him nice since uh, Friday, but he gets a, you know, his paid week off. So he's taking that for his, uh, cool. paid week yeah. off. Yeah. So good for Enjoying him. And, he's uh, probably very happy right now. Yeah. So it's cool. I like, I like to take people like he was working in the, uh, he was working in the food business you know, not making great money. And, uh, you know, I, I knew he had great, but I actually courted him for like multiple months to, uh, <laughs> come join the company. And, wow. uh, you know, he was kind of afraid to make that leap. And was you know, your waiter at your favorite restaurant? No, he was just, uh, he was just like a cook at a, uh, okay. you know, a bakery and, uh, cool. working like he had to get there like 2 a.m. to start cooking the croissants or whatever, you know? Oh, no. I was like, man, dude, you know, come work. You're going to come work this nice eight to four shift. Um, and, you know, he's been able to like just take on more responsibility as he goes. You know, I, I, I push him a lot. Sometimes he gives me a little pushback, but it's because, you know, I'm, I know these, these guys I hire, like they're capable of great things, you know? Like it's not like I'm not going to like plug them into one piece and I want to see them grow. So I keep giving them more right. opportunity. I, I ask them to take on more things and, you know, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes we have to have hard, like hard conversations about it, but they've always been able to, to manage. And that's the kind of company right. we're growing. It's like, there's growth yeah. opportunity here and that's expected. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the, you're one of the people that I, uh, I've seen, you know, kind of get to a position where you're able to remove yourself from uh, the production and, and people right now, as we speak, their houses are being painted. Right. That's right. And, uh, and you're at 1.50 p.m. on a Wednesday having a nice calm conversation with me. And I re always reiterate that on the podcast is like, you know, if you have if you're if you're relaxed right now, you've earned that. Um, and having people like Kirk is is the reason why. Um, but but it's the growth, man. You know, again, better opportunity, man. And that's, uh, you know, that's huge. And it's if you got to really be thinking about, though, like how to create a better opportunity. Like you've really got to be like a student of that. And I think it's important to put yourself in the position of an employee. Like, what would you, where would you, would you want to work? Like, what would you want as an employee and try to align your business with that? You like do that a lot. Like, do you think about that? Oh, for sure. I mean, I worked for a guy that I was making 15 bucks an hour for, and he was giving me like 30 hours a week. And, uh, yeah. you know, that lasted for maybe like six months and, uh, there was no, but little did, you know, what's crazy though, little did he know that there was a million dollar a year business owner under his care. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. That the potential that was suppressed out of you to where had he given you the right support, the right environment, created the right culture, gave you the right tools, you could have actually winded up being a supervisor for his operation and took a completely different path. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. yeah. And my question for those listening, how many business owners do you have right now sitting under your, under your care that you're not cultivating, you know? And I'm not saying cultivating, like, cause some people suppress that, right? Some people don't want them to start businesses, you know, 
I mean, it is what it is. You know, we want our best help. But if you if you eliminate that, you know, chances are you're going to find that they're going to be loyal anyway. But if you actually make it to where you're trying to suppress somebody, they want to leave. Because I, I experienced that. Did you? Yeah. No, I mean, it was uh, there was definitely just no room for for growth there at all. You know, like it was something that was like passing the time. Like, I don't think I don't think anyone any, I still know the guy to this day and he has people and they're, you know, they're okay just making yeah. making their yeah. dollar. There's they're just in, nothing there. It's like, hey, come to work. There's no yeah. there's no umph, bro. There's no like motivation. There's no like completion. There's no team, bro. No com- camaraderie, you know. Like, bro, I think um, you know, again, you're you know, you and I operate businesses similar, you know, that four-man team, even though it's expensive, there's way more than just getting jobs done faster. Don't you notice this camaraderie that occurs when three or more people are working together that like you can't really explain, but it just, it creates loyalty and it just creates this like energy throughout the company. Do you ever, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I mean, it's just, I've, I've worked alone. Like I was, when I was working with that guy, I was doing projects by myself and it's just, training. I know. Yeah. You know, like you go to work. <laughs> like and you're, in this, you're in this abandoned apartment building, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it's, uh, it's absolutely draining when you're there with, you know, four people yeah. you're hanging out you're, you guys are all going to get lunch together um right you know if it's an empty house there's probably a lot of bsing going on you know if there's nothing to keep quiet about but you know like as long as they get the job done like i'm i'm happy and they have they have fun we try to do you know team events yeah. with everything and yeah. um it. yeah like i don't know if you're ever gonna you could try to like suppress a future business owner but it's uh you know if they're truly like i would i would have always found my path to this but you know, not everyone's up for that, but the people that do come in, they still want growth. They don't have to be a, a future business owner. Like they still want opportunity. Um, like the guy I have running Kirk's crew right now, um, he came to me at the beginning of the summer and he's been crushing it. He's been learning so much from Kirk and I have like full confidence in him this week that the job's next up. Fine. I checked in on Monday. He called me just nice. like right before we got on this and gave me an update and it was like, things are going good, you know? So yeah, he's next up. Yep. You know, and that's and building building leaders from within, man. I love that, dude. That's great, man. And uh, so, what's the revenue goal this year for you? Well, we we started slow at the beginning of the year um, with one employee, so we've slowly been amping up. But we did our last month in August. We did our one first, employee like, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. We yep, are we now. Were, I mean, we had we had four in the summer, and then we slowed down. Yeah, we got to the, it was just. Yeah me and one um you know now we got eight and uh yeah we did our first 100k month in august nice. so produced or sold produced that's see that's the number we like yeah can you produce it that's great yeah that's huge so, yeah that's so that huge. was uh that was crazy i didn't even find that out till like after the fact you know um but you know i is like now with the like the solid team that i have built like i know that I haven't even been able to put the gas on like marketing or anything like that. Like I did four quotes yesterday. I asked every single person where they found us. Every single one was through some type of word of mouth, you know, Facebook, seeing the vans, yard signs. Um, It's all, it's all word of mouth. And it's uh, you know, we provide that good experience and uh, it just continues to, uh, to multiply. So I'm really excited to go into next year with a solid team, you know, and hit that, hit that. Yeah. Busy like a full year at capacity. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be cool, man. When are you gonna give up the uh, the estimating? Ah, it hurts uh, a little bit, huh? Yeah, no, that's a <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I don't know. We're I'm just getting to the point where I'm kind of like full doing estimates. I have a 14 scheduled. So you're yeah. So maybe like you know doing doing that for like two years is not a bad move. No, because it's probably no, not so much. Probably align your schedule to do a couple in the morning, right? Like you know, three or four in the morning. Yeah. Right. Are you pre-qualifying people over the phone on price? We don't pre-qualify on price. We do want to make sure it's a the right job, right? The right job. So we're not coming in for you know something super small. Um, you know, we'll see. I'll talk to them on the phone and try to okay, maybe you want to do you know another room or two. Has that uh, ever worked out for you where you've like? talked and convinced somebody who initially thought they wanted something to do a, a larger project yeah it usually does um i mean i just went to a quote this morning the guy wanted one dormer painted and i was like listen like i mean you got this other stuff that needs done there's there's three other small dormers and then this stuff and he was like and he's like all right you know we'll just get it all done what did that what was that quote how much um i think that was like 1700 see which would have been what initially like three four hundred bucks just the well it, it wouldn't even been worth it to go out there um but yeah it wouldn't have been worth it like as a line item would have been like 400 bucks yeah but still you capitalize on the opportunity there's there's people that you know will hear that and be like oh now we don't do it but i like that you you know but you're able to do that because you are a full-time estimator and salesperson right now you yeah. know so if like you were in the brush you know you'd be like dude i can't even go out there to see that like see that's how vital it is to get out so you have the ability to just like amplify that growth creating the opportunities you know i'm at a point now where i don't i, I you know I, I won't even take three dormers like there's no way that would just throw a wrench in my my scheduling yeah like i wouldn't even yeah. know i wouldn't even know how to schedule that like we don't we don't bounce from job to job during the day so like i'd have to think about how to put two guys on there for a whole day get it pressure washed like i mean dude i, I wouldn't i would never take that i would be like yeah man you know actually would you like me to give you a quote for the full house yeah yeah the house needs this to be a, done bud this is a brick one but um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll head, we'll head over there and it'll just be a, it'll just be a nice little one day filler job and i kind of like, told yeah, him, you want to like yeah you want to paint the bricks you, you ever think about painting them white <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that'll be a nice little filler job. we don't set them like hard on the schedule are, like, you, hey, are you are you trying to sell on the spot or are you coming home and emailing them what are you doing um so i i would say like i'm selling on the spot, you know, I'm getting, making sure I'm actually, you know, selling our company and our value and all that kind right. of things. But we do send the quotes usually at the end of the day. Yeah, um, you're at a, you're at a point where you could do that now. Yeah. And we have a really good reputation in the community. People have usually seen us around multiple times. So, but before I was definitely selling on the spot, taking full advantage of that, like heightened emotion, like, Hey, oh, let's just get it done right now. Like, let's just sign now. Um, but we don't have to, uh, press that as much and i probably wouldn't get as many estimates done either so yeah that's no, good man it's good stuff dude the growth is uh is is motivating man it's motivating so um you know let's uh let's end it with this dude what is uh what is next steps man where are you uh where are you headed next year just trying to get a full year of that like eight eight man team seeing what you're capable of yeah so uh we're definitely scaling up next year i mean i would like to you know get a project manager position. I'd like to, you know, get a, get an estimator position and kind of move myself out of those, uh, those things. Um, 
And I'm, are you I'm thinking, thinking, are you, do you, you know how I do it, the estimates, right? Like with, with Chris, yeah, he just gets hourly to go do it. Have you thought about that? Or are you looking for more of a commission? Um, I, I have thought about doing that. Um, so that, that is a possibility. I might kind of test that out a little bit. I think the first position I would hire is a project and that would be a promotion within the company would be someone more that's like in project management and in touch up and in like any issues that pop up. Um, but I don't see that coming about like next year. I'd like to hit four. I think like a full-time project manager that just does project management should be in charge of when you have three full crews. Like, because what I found is, is like, if you do that hybrid position, that's what I'm at. You know, I have the hybrid position where Chris does both project management of two crews, one crew, he doesn't even need to look at. I mean, they're just so like on it, dude, you know, I mean, but the other crew sometimes needs help, you know, so he'll go help them. And it's like, if he were just doing project management with that promotion, he, it really wouldn't be worth it. Like, so for me, that's why I came up with that to where he's balancing out his day with going to do estimates you know, so that kind of, you know, but maybe if yeah. there were three crews, I could justify that because he'd be jumping around all day. Yeah, no, this would be with uh, four crews underneath four. The, yeah. the project manager. So like, I think once we have four crews, we'll have enough touch up work and uh, nice. going around and, and kind of managing everything. So nice. I, I think that's easily achievable. Have you ever thought about franchising? No. No, not, not no. in the works? I don't know. I don't think I'll ever do that. Um, yeah. I think once I get maybe the- branches? thinking about maybe some branches around, possibly, around, around the area? Possibly branches. I, the thing is, there's so much work. Just I stay in like such a small area and there's so much work. Yeah, dude, I think I could probably grow to like six or seven full-time crews and still not drive more than 30 minutes away from my house. So I don't think there's any reason to, to branch out. I do still yeah. love doing real estate like we talked about earlier. So I'd get more into that once I have more uh, time freedom. But Oh man, I love it. All right, we'll, we'll catch you next year. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks, bro. I'll catch you later. I'll see you. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So, Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time, it's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.